Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ today's session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 81 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again as we continue with our study of the materials for March the 15th to March the 21st, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 27 to 28. And today we're having a look at how the Lord gives revelation to the prophets of the church. We're going to dive into chapter 28 now. And see what was said about uh, this um, event of Hiram Page receiving revelation for the church, supposedly, uh, through a stone. Uh, We talked about the background of this yesterday, and so let's dive straight into verse uh, 1. It says, Behold, I say unto thee, Oliver, that it shall be given unto thee, that thou shalt be heard by the church in all things whatsoever thou shalt teach them by the Comforter, concerning the revelations and commandments which I have given. So, First of all, what's interesting here is that in verse 1, Oliver is being spoken to and it says that uh, he will teach things by the Comforter and that he will teach about the revelations and commandments. And it's interesting that the Lord is saying this to Oliver because obviously uh, we've talked about how uh, he, he, Oliver, um, was also and I think it was before this revelation was given, um, was writing to Joseph and commanding him to change certain parts of the Articles and Commandments of the Church, uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 20, basically. Uh, And so the fact that it's addressed to Oliver may well be a teaching moment for him as well. Because then, whilst it says in that verse that he will teach about the revelations and commandments, in verse 2 it says, But behold, verily, verily, I say unto thee, no one shall be appointed to receive commandments and revelations to this church, um, excepting my servant Joseph Smith Jr., for he receiveth them even as Moses. So the point is made here that revelations for the whole church will only be received by the prophet. Uh, in this case, Joseph Smith Jr., um, and he receives them as Moses did receive the guidance for the Israelites. This, of course, is an important principle of order and of priesthood. Uh, And by priesthood, I mean the power of God to act in his name and the authority of such as well. Um, The prophet is the one that receives the guidance for the entire church in terms of how to direct the church and what principles the whole church needs to listen to. Uh, Elder Robert D. Hales said this, quote, The prophet Moses provides another example. When Moses obediently took an Ethiopian wife, Miriam and Aaron spoke against him, but the Lord rebuked them, saying, With Moses will I speak mouth to mouth. The Lord used this incredible incident to teach members of the church in our dispensation. In 1830, Hiram Page claimed to receive revelation for the church. The Lord corrected him and taught the saints, Thou shalt be obedient unto the things which I have given unto Joseph, even as Aaron, for he receiveth them even as Moses. Close quote. So this idea that Joseph receives revelation for the church is an important one and that the members need to listen obediently um, is important as well. And it's taught in verse three. It says, and thou shalt be obedient unto the things which I have given unto him, even as Aaron to declare faithfully the commandments and the revelations with power and authority unto the church. So Oliver's role is important because they, he is to be even as Aaron 
obviously obedient to the commandments which Moses, or in this case, Joseph Smith Jr. reveals, but also to teach about them and testify about them and to speak about them. And that is what Oliver has been blessed to do here, is that he's been blessed to have the comforter with him to be able to teach with power and authority the things that Joseph Smith teaches. Jean R. Cook said this, quote, The teacher of righteousness will teach from the Holy Scriptures and will teach that that which is taught and confirmed by the Holy Ghost. He will not teach for doctrines the commandments of men. He will not mingle the history and opinions of men with the Scriptures, nor spend religious instruction time teaching speculation or philosophies of the world, thereby giving Satan to use exposure. He will not teach doctrines upon which the Lord's prophet has not spoken. He knows that the scriptures lead one to faith on the Lord and unto repentance, which bring a change of heart. Close quote. This is why when we are teaching, you know, gospel doctrine or when we're teaching our families in ministering visits or whatever it is, we need to think carefully. Are we teaching correct principles? Are we teaching principles that have been revealed uh, by the Lord? whether it's through, you know, the scriptures or through his own prophets and apostles and church leaders, or, you know, is it another means that hasn't been revealed by the Lord? Or is it speculation? I think that, you know, we're not often going to stand up in gospel doctrine or sit in gospel doctrine and hear um, words about, you know, things to do with the world. Um, although, you know, I'm sure it does happen in some in some places, but what's more dangerous or more easy to slip into, I think, is the teaching of speculation. Uh, we need to stay grounded in the scriptures and the words of the prophets. That's not to say that we can't develop discussion deeper and we can't find, you know, truth by the spirit. Because, of course, the spirit is the teacher. And we need to listen carefully to that. But it, once we start digging into areas that we are just speculating, then we may lose that spirit and lose that guidance and that uh, focus on what the Lord would have us to have us learn, uh, which, of course, we cannot be doing if we are seeking to teach his word in the in the church. I think the Lord provides a perfect distinction in verses four to five. He says, and if thou art led at any time by the comforter to speak or teach or at all times by the way of commandments unto the church, thou mayest do it. Um, but thou shalt not write by any way of commandment, but by wisdom. So basically, if you feel inspired to teach or to speak to people, um, then, or if you are like commanded to, to do so to the church, then obviously go ahead. But you cannot command the church. Uh, you can only offer your guidance and wisdom, uh, which of course, again, is completely fine. You know, we, we as members of the ward can receive revelation uh, to know, and I think this is a good example, uh, what to speak about when we are asked to give a talk. Giving a talk in a sacrament meeting is an example of a time that we can give invitations to the ward. We can give, we can teach principles and important uh, areas of gospel living. And as I just mentioned before, we can give invitations, but what we can't do is give commandments uh, to to the ward. Um, we can just give wisdom. And the why, the reason why we can do that when we're giving a talk is we were asked to do so by the bishopric and under the keys and leadership of the bishop who does have the authority and receives revelation to teach 
principles and directing guidance to the ward. Um, I mean, actually, again, you could argue that the bishop can't command the ward um, because, of course, you know, as we mentioned yesterday, we receive revelation for our own families. The bishop receives revelation for the ward as a whole. In terms of focusing on goals and focusing on specific principles in the ward, yes, the bishop has the authority and the revelation to do that. Um, and he can direct that within the ward. But we cannot do that as members. We can teach and testify about these gospel principles uh, at any time, really. But we are given specific moments in which to speak to the entire ward by and under the direction of the bishop who receives that revelation for the ward from the Lord. Same again with state presidents and state conferences and state leadership opportunities and things like that. So this is how the Lord's kingdom works. Uh, in verse 7 it says, For I have given him, meaning Joseph Smith, the keys of the mysteries and the revelations which are sealed, until I shall appoint unto them another in his stead. I think that what's interesting here is that the Lord is referring to the fact that at some stage there will be another prophet. Um, Joseph Smith is not going to be you know, the leader of this church until the Lord comes again. Uh, he just will not live long enough to do so. Uh, and so it's... Um, Another point here, another recognition that the Lord will call through revelation other prophets in in Joseph Smith's stead when the time comes. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this. Please do continue to follow the podcast. You can uh, join the Facebook group. You can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>